I am a person who is not, I got to tell you, I don't set a lot of goals for myself. (laughs) I'm not a very goal oriented person, but when I do set goals for myself, and that might surprise some of you because here I am like, you know, I'm a business owner. I do all these things. It probably seems like I set a lot of goals. I'm going to tell you in this podcast episode, I'm not very goals oriented though, and why most goals fail. Um, But when I do set goals for myself, they tend to be wildly unreasonable and time centered. So I have, I'm diagnosed ADHD. I don't think you need an ADHD diagnosis, to be honest. I think that if you're over the age of 35 and your hormones are doing what they do between the ages of 35 and 65, your brain is still, it's mimicking all of that stuff anyway. So if you're listening to this, like your brain is just the hormone shifts, the changes. Your your brain's not like it used to be, if you did not notice, uh, or you will notice, you know, coming up at some point in time. And what I tend to do is cram unreasonable things into short periods of time. I'll be like, I'm going to declutter my entire house in 90 minutes. <laughs> and those are the kinds of unreasonable goals I set for myself. But a lot of people set goals, and that's not a culture I love, to be honest. As a former executive function skills coach, ADHD coach for people, helping people with learning skills, I'm not a fan of goals. But I know people like to set them, and I'm going to tell you today three reasons why in particular folks don't reach their goals. All right. I have, what are some goals that I have set for myself that I've really achieved? I don't know. I I honestly, like before I started recording this, I was like, what goals have I set? And for me, I have not set a ton of goals on paper. When I do, they tend to be around time or money or are the kind of goals that I will have. So it'll be like a certain amount of money for something or a certain amount of um, time to do something. And often, though, I end up readjusting them because I realize that the time I thought something would take was completely off. So that tends to be my kind of Achilles heel is time prediction. I'm not super great at it. I think that things can be done way faster than they often can. And that is something that I've had to work on over the years. So any team TSE people hearing this, slow but steady progress I'm making on that front. Why do we set goals uh, to do things that we want to do? That's why we set goals. Goals are very solar in nature. You might have heard of SMART goals. If you're in our Enchanted Journey program, there's actually like a PDF in there about this. So you want to go check that out. That's our membership program. Super awesome. And we are having open enrollment soon, which we have only done once in the last year. So you want to keep your eyes out for that. It's coming up. Uh, And what we do with those are these specific measurable goals that they have a time to them. And you can really say like yes or no to a goal. So a goal could be to write a thousand words if you're writing a book and like a thousand words a day or I don't know, in the next 90 minutes or something. I don't even know how long that would take. I've written two books and I can't tell you (laughs) how long that would take. But to write a thousand words of something. And maybe that is your goal. So you can say, yes, I did it. No, I didn't do it. Like that is what we do with goals. Yes or no. 
You did or you didn't do it. Why do people set goals? I don't know. All kinds of reasons. Because you want to do something. Like I will set goals to clean different areas of my house. That is something that I set goals with frequently. And why do I do that? Because I want the house to be cleaned. I will set goals for different money. And, you know, the Sisters Enchanted supports many families. We have a team here of people who work here. So we have financial obligations to the people who work here. And so I will set goals of like, this is what we need to do to meet these financial obligations Goals are set. Now, sometimes though we set goals sort of haphazardly because it just seems like what we should do. That could be like, oh, I want to read a book a month, but there's not really a reason for why. Like, is there a reason? Is it because you feel like you um, never disconnect from your own life and your mind? And so you want to read a book to help do that. So understanding why you want a goal is, is, I think, very helpful, like why you're setting a goal, why that thing is going to be important to you to help you um, achieve it. And I think sometimes, too, we set goals. Well, I would argue most of the time we set goals due to some external expectation or like thing that makes us feel like we're going to be better if we do it. Losing weight. um, maybe like reading all these books, picking up a hobby that your friends have that you don't have. There's like an external standard or pressure that's been set. And we feel like if we meet these goals, we are going to be better for having met those goals. So therefore, we must set the goal and we must meet it. Now, this though, not knowing really why being kind of arbitrary, external expectation, these really set us up for failure in our goal setting. So I'm going to tell you today the top three reasons. Now, I have worked with not just here at the Sisters Enchanted, but thousands, like thousands of people in Sisters Enchanted and hundreds before when I worked with people on this very skill of completing things, learning how to organize your thoughts in your mind. So this is from many, many years of experience, but also I have special training in things like social skills. Um social skills coaching, ADHD coaching, executive function coaching. And this also comes from that. So this is this is good information, I promise. All right. So some three things that I know to be true, why people don't reach their goals. And what does all this have to do with, you know, the sisters enchanted? I'm going to tell you that too. All right. So the first reason people don't meet their goals is they lack accountability. They lack accountability. There's nobody holding them accountable but their own selves. <laughs> and if you know anything about you and I know anything about me, it's that if I am left accountable to only myself, then there's often not a lot of reason for me to do something, right? There's got to be some kind of like external pressure. Now, I see this a lot with people who want to start a business, who tell me they want to start a business, and then they don't follow through, they don't take the action. And what I find for those folks is there's not a lot of external pressure. Like maybe they have a job that is paying the bills, they just don't love it, wish they didn't have to work there, but they feel really comfortable. And when there's a bunch of comfort, we don't do things that are uncomfortable. So if it's very uncomfortable to put yourself out there and ask people to pay you for something and you already have money coming in that's comfortable, even though you don't love it, it's really challenging to actually do the uncomfortable thing, even though you say it's a goal and you want to do it. So the same with like this goal of reading a book every every month or something. If you know that it's very easy to turn on Netflix and it's very easy to scroll your phone, that's very comfortable. It might be very uncomfortable to resituate yourself, tell your family you don't want the TV on. 
um, and make the space to read the book. And even though you set the goal, it's it's easier and more comfortable to do the other thing. Uh, and then you won't do the uncomfortable thing. So when you have accountability and somebody knows you're trying to achieve this goal and somebody is helping apply that pressure to you and remind you like, hey, this is why you set the goal. How far are you? What are your checkpoints? What can we expect on Tuesday from you around this? Whatever. That can really help a person to achieve a goal. So having an accountability partner. Uh, and with that, I, I don't mean just like your your friend who's like knows you're trying to do the goal. Like somebody to hold you accountable. Somebody to say, you told me you wanted to do this because. And you told me you'd have this done by this date. Where are you? What support do you need to move you forward? Like accountability really, really matters. This uh, s- most recent book that I wrote, I think that the only, you know, there were a couple things that showed up that applied pressure and accountability. I did not have to write that book. <laughs> I wanted to. So I guess we could say that was a goal. Um, I wanted to write this book. And so I can write a book. I don't need the, I've written one before. I've done the whole process. Um, you know, like I know how to write. I was an an English teacher teaching writing. Like I can write, I know what to do. And it's not like I needed the, the how, but I signed myself up for a program for accountability where it was like, we expect you to push through this much stuff in the next five weeks. And I, I did not stay up with it. I'll be honest. I did fall behind because life, but just having that be there, did make me get farther than I would have without that. And then the person like even emailed in a month later after it ended and was like, just did you get it to the finish line? You know, so that follow up of like, someone's looking at me, someone knows what is very, very, very helpful. All right. So the first one, lack of accountability, like real accountability. The second one is a lack of confidence. So we set goals And we're like, yes, I'm going to do this. But then we feel a lack of confidence in the first step or a lack of confidence in trusting that we know the step to take or that we're taking the right step or that we are, you know, like can just do it. Like suddenly imposter syndrome pops in and imposter syndrome, you know, people use that as a thing that holds them back a lot. But honestly, I think that imposter syndrome is it's a, it's a created thought that keeps you feeling stuck and comfortable because even stuck and things that you don't love there's that what's that saying like the devil you know versus the devil you don't know when you feel uncomfortable in something and stuck and trapped or like you're just not making progress and you have all these thoughts about it but you know that you already know what that feels like you don't know what's on the other side of the next thing so i think we tell ourselves this like whole imposter syndrome story. But really, it's just, you know, we got to muscle up the confidence, the courage, the grit to make it happen. Um, So the first one's accountability. The second is confidence in oneself, the confidence to take up the space in your life that is required for you to achieve your goals, whether that's time, whether that's speaking up for what you need, asking, learning something new, committing to yourself, a financial commitment, a time commitment, the confidence to say yes to yourself Uh, is challenging for people. All right. And then the third thing that holds people back from achieving their goals is that their goals, and I sort of alluded to this in the first one with accountability, your goals are not connected to you on a feelings level. So they are 
goals that have kind of been plucked from thin air because you think it's what you should be doing. And if you don't have an emotional attachment to those goals, you're probably not going to achieve it. This is why we set intentions first, lunar-based feelings, intentions first, and then we set solar goals, yes or no things, I did it or I didn't do it, secondarily. So if you know that you want to feel at peace in your daily life, and then you set a goal to write a thousand words a day, and your daily life is very not peaceful because you are being pulled in a hundred directions and your all these people have expectations for you and you just can't keep up. What makes you think you're going to fit a thousand words a day into that day? You're not. And then you're not going to achieve your goal. So you have to understand, I want to feel peaceful. Well, what does that require? That requires calendar management. So we do calendar management first. And then we set the goal to write a thousand words a day because you've settled the peace bit, right? I want to feel healthy in my body. And then people set a goal to lose 40 pounds and then they don't eat. They don't take in enough calories. They do all this cardio that hurts their knees. Now they're starving. Their body hurts. And then they don't lose 40 pounds and they don't feel any healthier. Like they feel worse in their bodies. Well, you want to feel healthy in your body. Um, maybe that feeling needs to be adjusted. Maybe you want to feel vivacious. Well, what can make you feel vivacious? Maybe we've got to try something different there and then align goals to feeling vivacious, right? And we play with that. We play with emotion. We play with feelings. And from those feelings, we can start to set goals, but it comes down to being feelings based. So it's connected to you and not some random external thing. And we set ourselves up for failure. Now I'm going to give you a fourth bonus thing. This is fourth bonus item. <laughs> Why people fail at setting their goals. And the fourth bonus is fear. Now fear ties into all of this. I was telling you about how we will stick with the devil we know versus moving to the devil we don't know. We'll stick with something that's uncomfortable because we already know it versus moving to something that is comfortable. So when it comes to accountability, fear will keep us from asking for accountability or getting accountability because we're afraid of being embarrassed. We're afraid of being judged. So if you hire somebody to help keep you accountable for something and then you don't do it, you're going to be afraid of losing money. You're going to be afraid of them judging you. You're going to be afraid of being embarrassed by your family who knew you were going on this endeavor, right? And fear will keep you from getting the accountability you need to move forward on your goals confidence, that fear of failure again, the fear of being told you're too much or you're not enough, the fear of realizing that you did the wrong thing and then your confidence takes a hit. So fear and your confidence. We're afraid of all these things. We don't demonstrate the confidence to achieve our goals. And then those feelings-based part, how you want to fear. There is the fear, how you want to feel, excuse me, how you want to feel with your feelings. There is the fear of visibility, the fear of exposure, the fear of vulnerability that comes with sharing your feelings. So telling, like telling your spouse, just imagine this for a moment. I hear from so many women about their partners and, you know, when we reach a certain stage in life, there's becomes often, not always, but conflict around intimacy, what's expected from one to the other, maybe a lack of desire in who you are or a lack of being desired due to body changes and the, these things that happen. 
So if you are in that place and then you want to share with your partner, I want to feel vivacious, right? Instead of saying, I want to lose 40 pounds. I want to lose 40 pounds is like people understand that, but saying, I want to feel desirable. I want to feel vivacious. I want to feel like I can walk around a park in the summer and not need to sit down every five minutes, right? These feeling sorts of things that opens up exposure. It opens up vulnerability. It opens up being visible to people on an emotional level. And then we have a fear of being hurt, being disregarded, being put down, being ignored, um, people laughing at us when we put our emotions on the line. So fear is sort of the overarching one why people don't reach their goals. So accountability, not being feelings-based, lacking confidence are what I see the most from people. And then that fear one is like the icing on that cake because it applies to everything. Uh, and the fear, just those, those fears of being seen on the journey are huge for people. So if you're somebody who's setting goals right now, we're moving in that time of year. We had Lunar Samhain. Um, we have Yule coming up next month. And then, of course, the new year. And this is the time with fall, with autumn, that we're dreaming of the vision for the future. We're ideating what could life look like. The trees have shed their leaves. We have shed away the last year. And it is the time to start thinking about what comes next for us. Practice gratitude for the lessons we've learned, the opportunities that have come our way, and reimagine the future. And with that reimagination often comes setting up goals. And when you're setting your goals, think about these reasons why people fail to achieve their goals. Now we help with this through helping folks to understand their stories, connecting to ritual, connecting to themselves, connecting to nature and the supportive rhythms of cycles that are there to help us when we feel like we don't have the support of people in our lives to help us feel safety and more grounded in ourselves through emotional, physical embodiment of the vision we want to have bringing it into ourselves through a practice, a sacred practice of spirituality and witchery and connecting to the moon, those energy center stories, all of that, doing shadow work, using tarot to help us tell our stories. That's how we help with this. But if you're setting your goals right now, I want you to think about, I want you to think about all of this, the accountability, the confidence. I want you to think about the feelings. And then I want you to think about fear. And even if we think we aren't people who are afraid, there is fear that comes up all the time. Just recording this, you know, I could say like, oh, what if somebody doesn't like what I said? You know, like, what if I don't want to read the comments? You never know what someone's going to say in the comments because there's a fear there. And I might hold back from saying something because of it if I don't know that the fear is there to give myself the freedom of expression and remove or acknowledge the fears don't really go away, but acknowledging that it's sitting there on a little shelf impacting me. Right. And that's what we all got to do. Okay, so think about this next time you're setting goals. If you want some help, you know where to reach us. We'll let you know about our programming because uh, we got some cool stuff that helps a lot of people. But until next time, thanks for hanging with me. And I hope that you have an enchanted rest of your day ahead.